Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right off the bat, uh, when you take a look at FIU, new coach, new coaching staff, I know a lot of people in South Florida were not pleased because of the fact that it wasn't their guy but uh you you're not paying you're not you're not doing the the deal and i think that uh they come up with somebody who who is a veteran and that's what they were looking to and uh, now is a tough part because now you have to sell this team um you know somebody who hasn't really been from here uh but at the same time you have a lot of people who are fiu supporters or a lot of people who want to go uh to to play and keep you know let people their fr- friends and family see them and uh, somebody who's been on top of this from the very beginning eric henry uh joins us eric thanks so much for taking this uh time on a Tuesday evening, a little later than usual, but a happy new year to you and yours. Uh, absolutely. Bro. Appreciate you having me on. Glad to see you made it back from Vegas in one piece. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> you, you take, yeah, yeah, but I'll tell you what the weather's, uh, it, it did the, it did the work on my sinuses. I can tell you that. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, when uh, they're, they're expecting snow showers tomorrow and that's something, uh, that they, that they don't, but I was impressed with Allegiant stadium. Got a, chance to go to a football game, stop over and watch a little Arizona State practice at UNLV. So, you know what, you get away for a few days and, and, and Eric, kind of clear your head a little bit and, and everything is and it, everything. is everything. And your, your work is really cut out because FIU's got to get that recruiting edge back. Um, how do they do this? Man, okay. So here's the thing. You say get that recruiting edge back. I think the main thing, at least in my opinion, was they had to identify two things. One, a philosophy, and two, an area that they were going to target. And I feel they've done both. Now, whether those are temporary or permanent, we'll see. I'll kind of you know, give some more details into what I mean by both facets here. In terms of the philosophy, if you look at the offers that's been made by FIU and Mike McIntyre and his staff, uh, which his staff is still growing, by the way, his staff is not complete, but... Uh, over 50%, you know, probably closer to 65, 70% of their offers blue have been to kids who are either out of the transfer portal or JUCO kids. So at least you know automatically. And while he wouldn't tip his hand when I asked him during the introductory press conference, I did want to know, are you going to go for more veteran players? Or are you going to take the opportunity to try to hit the high schools really hard? He wouldn't tip his hand, but I think it's shown that he's going to try to bring in a veteran presence. And that doesn't make sense given the amount of kids that FIU lost to the portal. You know, I, I think the, the last number, I don't have the exact number on me, um, but I, I had it at the end of the year at FIU being down to, four, excuse me, FIU being down to 45 
scholarship players. So clearly they're in need wow. of veterans. Now, the second part in terms of region, Mac, M- Mike McIntyre, again, I know I'm going to trip over that. i got to get used to saying that. That's um, okay. So That's Coach right. Davis after <laughs> four years. But um, we have to figure out what's going to be his region. And, yes, a lot of the people from South Florida were a little upset that he didn't um, that, that they didn't hire someone with South Florida ties, right? Well, what's right. Mike McIntyre going to do? He's going to lean into his strengths, which are recruiting the deep South. You look at his first recruit was signed was Antonio Patterson. A kid who was committed to play for him at Memphis, he's able to flip him, now comes to FIU. You look at, uh, you got a transfer from Indiana receiver, Jacoby Hewitt, who was a three-star receiver, signed with Indiana in the class of 2018. He's from the Memphis area as well. So a lot of his recruits are going to come from the deep South area, at least for this first year. So while he's establishing the South Florida ties and the staff will evolve, and I'm sure they'll have someone on staff who can fill that role, right now he's got to go to his bread and butter to fill out the roster. Right. Wait, you brought up a good point. Now, if you're going to endear yourself to your new area, it's kind of tough to keep getting people from away from South Florida to, to play. Um, talk about that, because I think that's mo- mainly the most important thing. Even if you bring back, let's say you go into the transfer portal and you have a kid who went to Wisconsin or wherever they went, but they're from here. That's not so bad. But then you all of a sudden, you don't give South Florida uh, athletes to rally around. Because as you mentioned, a lot of kids who left and went into the transfer portal when uh, maybe before he was uh, a, a named coach, uh, talk about that because that's the one thing that I get the most. You know, Eric, when you take a look at you recruiting and building a program, um, you want to kind of like appease, appease everybody, which you can't, but you certainly want to appease your home base. Talk about that. No, you're right. And the thing is, it's going to take time, right? So the first thing, when you look at Mike McIntyre, he was able to also retain – Tyrese Chambers out of the transfer portal, and then most importantly, a South Florida native. Well, I won't say most importantly because Tyrese is one of the top receivers in the nation, but importantly for the terms of uh, the South Florida area, Sean Peterson Jr. So I think it's going to take earning the trust of a lot of the current players on these ro- on this roster who are from South Florida who will then vouch for Mike McIntyre as he starts to build his staff and goes into these communities in South Florida because, again, while FIU builds it as you know him returning home, you and I, I kind of laughed about this last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he's from the uh, natural area, right? So it's right. going to take time. And again, Blue, I think, and just in my opinion, the easiest in terms of the most credible ways to be able to do this is to appease and earn trust with the current South Florida players on the roster who will then go into neighborhoods and say, hey, yeah. yeah, he's not a South Florida guy, but he's all right. You can play for him. Because right now, he just doesn't have any capital. There's no way for him to walk in and say, hey, you know, um, I have this relationship with, with person X or person Y. And on the flip side, I will say this, and I think I mentioned this last time I came on your show. I do believe that while Mike McIntyre doesn't have those relationships, if he's able to get into those homes and he has an offer for FIU and an offer from FIU and you have a high school kid from South Florida, who in other years, previous years before the transfer portal, would have had six, seven, eight, nine offers. But because of the transfer portal just swelling with players each year, they only have, you know, two to three, and you got the opportunity to stay home. I still think they're going to take the FIU offer. So it's going to take time, um, but it's just going to be a matter of, again, people who will vouch for him. No doubt. Eric Henry's joining us. We're talking FIU football. And that's the one thing, too, I think you and I discussed. 
uh, as far as and your and your nose is way closer to the ground, and so is the so are your ears to what people are saying because you've covered the team for a while. Um, do you get any feedback uh, just from the regular fans? Because I know that you do a lot of you know media and and, and you have a lot of websites and you're you know you're, you're really active on social media. So you must have or you must really be the psychiatrist of the uh, of the week because. <laughs> I'm sure that you've had to, you know, kind of talk some fans off the ledge because, and and you know what, and here's the thing too, Eric, there are a lot of hardcore FIU fans. People don't realize, but this program's been around for a while. They've had a, a fan base. I mean, the school is huge, um, but at the same time, these people want that you know as well as I do. I mean, if you went to a college. Uh, you want them to do good. You know, I mean, there's a lot, there's nothing you and I can do, but at the same time, what are fans uh, talking to you about? What are people who followed and probably use Eric Henry as a sounding board? What do they tell you? (laughs) Yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, listen, first thing, when it comes to FIU fans, I tell people all the time, don't confuse the size of the fan base for passion. FIU fans are certainly right. passionate. They might not have the biggest fan base, but they are passionate. But here's the thing. I think in the in the immediate aftermath of Mike McIntyre's hire, fans were upset. When I broke the news that, you know, he would be announced as the head coach, I had a lot of fans come to me and say, you know, whether it was social media or fans who, you know, came to the, the uh, announcement that day at the Graham Center on campus. They came and said, hey, you know, th- th- why didn't we hire a guy with South Florida ties? Why not Tim Harris Jr.? Um, why not Frank Ponce? Or if you wanted someone with head coaching experience, why not Willie Simmons? And I think some of that is settled in, in the immediate, um, it's, it's kind of settled in the weeks that have passed. And the biggest thing that I try to tell FIU fans, and listen, it's not my job to advocate for, for the hire of Mike McIntyre. You no, know, that, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll let the school do that. But what I tried to, and I wrote a column on this, is here's where you have to be encouraged. We saw the way the Butch Davis era ended. Butch Davis said to me whether it was his final presser at Southern Miss, or virtually blew every press of the entire season, his dissatisfaction with, you know, the way that upper admin was handling things in terms of athletics. For the first time in my, you know, this will be going on my, man, fifth year. The years really fly by, but this will be my, yeah. my fifth season covering FIU. For the first time since I've been covering the program, you'll have the university president, the AD, and the head coach all on the same page. That really does make a difference. So if you're trying to take a positive away from it, listen, it, and I'm sure you will have Mike, Mike McIntyre and Scott Carr, the AD on your show in, in you know, oh, yeah. due time. And, and you'll get a feel for them blue, like high-energy guys, very passionate, and they all are willing to move in the same direction. And if you can at least get that going, in my mind, that's the start to rebuilding and getting back to the bowl success that you had in 17, 18, and 19. Right. And and obviously, I mean, you know, you, I know a lot of people who who would like to stay home. And that's the thing. The A lot of these athletes would like to stay home and maybe they can't get sure. into Miami. Or, uh, and that's the big thing, because I think that it didn't. That's what Mario Cristobal kind of infused when he was head coach. That's what Butch sure. started at the beginning, uh, because I told you the one the one thing that was so discouraging when Butch Davis uh, took over, and we were at that uh, spring. They had a spring game, and it um, well, the one thing that I I was standing on the sideline talking to him, and and I had noticed in the on the roster that they had more kids from Jacksonville than they had from Broward County, and I was right. thinking, wow, that can't be. That just can't be. And I showed Butch Davis, and he kind of shook his head. 
Um, talk about that because not you know you we just talk about recruiting and then you can get these kids from basically anywhere and they can do real well. But you'd like to get some seats uh, filled up, and that's the only way you could do it is if you have kids, uh, you know, on your roster from within a hundred miles. I know the kid Davis uh, from Treasure Coast in Port St. Lucie. His family came right. almost every game. Uh, uh, that's important. It's important to get that type of relationship. Um, talk about that because I think that's really important when you take a look at it, uh, that, that you want to, I'm okay. Listen, I'm okay with bringing in a kid from Indiana or a kid from Minnesota or wherever, but at the same time, you want to kind of like show these kids locally, Hey, listen, you know, we're going to infuse with kids maybe that you don't know, but we are going to infuse with kids that you do know. And that's important to talk about that because I think that's really extremely important to, to, once you get the feel of things, to kind of make it a little bit, and and I heard that, and maybe I'm wrong, but you could uh, that he's really hit the ground running as far as getting out and, and talking with a lot of local people, inviting a yeah. lot of the local uh, coaches, teams, and stuff on, you know, to to at least meet them, um, which obviously is is essential, but that's important. And his, as you said, his energy is high. And it has to be. You just can't come in here and just, you know, act like Coach Leach and act like nothing, nothing, nothing really matters. But because it does, and and and, and everything that Coach Mack does now is going to be reflective in in season one. And you know, people go, okay, well, we weren't expecting him to win the national title, but we were expecting a little bit of an upgrade over year the last year. Talk about that importance. Yeah, I mean, listen, you cannot be a team. In, that's based in South Florida and not recruit South Florida. So that, yeah. of course, is a must. And when I say recruit, you should have at least 50% of your roster should be from whether it's Palm Beach, Dade, or Broward. That, that's undoubtedly yeah. true. Um, but I'm going to flip it to you in this sense, right? And this is another reason that I think it's important. When you look at the evolving new version of Conference USA that will either start to shape up in 2023, which is um, two seasons from now, or next year, and quite frankly, there are some teams that are lobbying to get out as early as next year with, you know, the conference realignment. Blue, it's a really hard sell for you to go outside of the three-county area when you've got, and no disrespect to any of these programs, I will get a chance right. to cover them in due time, but when you're facing um, New Mexico State and you're facing, you know, um, Jacksonville State, I'm having to rack my brain here for the new Conference USA teams. And, and yeah, now, yeah, of course, yeah. Liberty, Liberty has had, you know, really good success under Hugh Freeze and Malik Willis, so they're an outlier. But you can't, you can't have New Mexico State and Jacksonville State um, in your conference and you're not recruiting South Florida and you're losing games, right? Because then you just look yeah. silly. So in that sense, of course, you will have to recruit South Florida. And Mike McIntyre is making an effort. He understands. Um, okay. Again, we've only had a chance to talk to him twice uh, since his introductory presser, but he understands that he's going to have to hit the ground running. It's going to start with people getting to know who he is first. He doesn't expect to walk in as the coach of FIU and all of a sudden people are going to say, hey, you know, we'll take you at, at face value. He understands that people are going to have to get a feel for him and who he is as a person and you know, in ways that he is different from Butch Davis and the way he'll try to do things. And those things do matter. But, uh, again, to your point, you have to recruit South Florida, and just a matter of like you said, um, you know, not to not to be funny about it, but again, I've covered this program for four years. You're probably losing half your uh, your attendance on game day if you're not recruiting South Florida as well. Yeah, so yeah. You, that's another reason that you need to recruit this area. 
Good stuff. Eric, let everybody know how they can follow you. You have a multitude of things, including the uh, Shula Bowl podcast. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at Eric C. Henry underscore. You can find my FIU coverage and Conference USA coverage at Underdog Dynasty, SB Nation's home for Group 5 football coverage. And last but not least, Shula Bowl Pod, Five Reasons Sports. We got Shane Marinelli on at 920 to talk yes, about the big yes, things that the yes. Owls are doing. So Shula Bowl Pod Good as well. Good stuff. Eric, thanks so much. Have a happy, safe New Year. We'll catch up with you in a couple weeks, see uh, how progress is uh, coming along. Absolutely. Anytime, brother. Good stuff. Eric Henry, uh, just he knows it. I mean, he, he's got to put into uh, to words so we'll all understand because he's around the program quite a bit. And uh, we'll see. See, as he said, we'll, uh, we'll have Coach Mack on. We'll have uh, down the line. You let him get into the recruiting down here, and then we'll pick his brain about what he has going on in the future. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.